it's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine. Faith without works, it just ain't happening. One is your left hand, one is your right. It'll take two strong arms to hold on tight. That's from the Rich Mullen song, Screen Door, illustrating that faith and works go together. One doesn't exist quite without the other. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Sabbath School U. All right, and today we're going to be talking about faith that works. Now going into this, let me ask you, we have a great panel of people to talk with. Let me ask you to say your name and tell us one thing that you love to do for someone else. Hi, my name is Daniel, and I must say that one thing I just learned is bake cookies. And I like to share that. Wonderful. Oh, man, that's a good one. I don't, I don't know. How name, do you follow cookies? Yeah, I'm not right. sure. My name is Marcellus. Um, I don't know. I would like to go. I like to make people feel included or not mm. excluded, that's which right. is included. I'm doing terrible at this. Cookies. <laughs> Ugh. The cookies messed us all up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be useless from now on thinking, oh, cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for distracting. <laughs> um, my name is Milan, and one thing I really enjoy doing is Christmas shopping for other people. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back at the end okay. and see if you right. right. I'm going to need that. All right. Well, as we start this study about faith that works, um, let's take a look at that faith part, and if we can read our key text, and then Daniel, you are natively from Peru. I wonder if you would be willing to pray for us in Spanish. Perfect. I will be glad. So the key text is in James 2:26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deed is dead. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. Querido Padre, gracias por acompañarnos, gracias por estar con nosotros y tu Espíritu Santo aquí. Ayúdanos a entender más sobre ti, a entender cómo trabajas y cómo la fe hace que nuestras obras, que nuestras manos ayuden a otros y compartan tu amor. Oramos en el precioso nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amén. Okay, so this whole quarter we're talking about James, the book of James, and the incredible lessons that it's been giving us so far. This week, we're talking about faith that works. And I've said that a couple of times, mostly because I'm repetitive and (laughs) isn't that fun. But there's another reason, there's a purpose for this lesson's title, Faith That Works. Why do you think it's worded like that? Because whoever, because they're trying to interpret this verse for us. (laughs) <laughs> right. I think they do a pretty good job. Because they're why. giving us the answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would be the alternative? What are other lesson titles? Faith and works. Hmm. Faith or works. Yeah. <laughs> faith, faith with works. So are you faith going without works. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so what is the difference between faith and works or faith that works? Because grammatically, 
I'm sure there's some small difference, but I feel like there's, like you said, they're giving us the answer right here. Mm -hmm. What is this answer that they are giving us? I think it's the type of works, because you said the difference between faith and works and faith that works. So mm -hmm. faith and works, well, what kind of works, you know, are you doing? You know, are they good works? Because the verse says, you know, without good works, faith without good deeds, you know, is dead. So you got to have the good work and the good deed in there. Hmm. I, I think that for me, it's like uh, reaffirmation, like right. if you have faith, it has to work. It has to be a result of something for that. It's just not, I believe in that. It's, I just have faith. No, it, faith that works is like, it's like Nike, just do it. It's like, <laughs> it has to be something that is beyond, the, is beyond that just belief. So what would be a faith that doesn't work? Error. Air? <laughs> <laughs> I must say, it just words. It's not uh, just. I, uh, what's a thing that doesn't work? Mm. Sometimes my car. Do you have faith <laughs> in it? Are you putting I your do. faith Every in it? I do. Every time I try and turn it, I'm going, no, I believe in you. I believe turning the key is a good word. Really <laughs> no, I'd like to point that out, though, that this doesn't say, it doesn't say that, um, you said good deeds. It doesn't say good deeds. Oh. Um, and so this could, I mean, it's assumed there that we're yeah. talking about good, mm -hmm. but I also think that any faith, anything you believe in, if you're not, um, if that's not showing some sort of work in your life, your mm -hmm. faith in that thing is dead. It's not uh, an active faith. Um, mm -hmm. And I think you could have an active faith in anything um, if your life, if it worked, I guess, if, if you applied that, the wisdom situation. Sorry, yeah. trailing off. <laughs> it's okay. I don't see anybody else jumping. Do you have something? <laughs> yeah. No. I was thinking. Uh, I, I'm not sure it's, it's uh, the right example. I'm pretty sure it's not. But it's the thing that comes from <laughs> we our love mind. throwing out the wrong example. Uh, so it's okay. <laughs> it's about cheering for a team. Hmm. You know, and you know that there is a team that will not be champion any way in their life. I cheer for one of those myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Sacramento Kings. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the fact is that uh, you still believe in it, but there's no result at the end of that. You know? And that's the thing. Why do, that's the question. Why do invest time on that? You want to believe that they will be champions one day. Or at mm. least win once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing, that mm. faith at work is, is like how, how Marcelo's mentioned, it has to be an uh, uh, outcome. Mm. You know? and, and that's the, the only thing that everybody has is time. So what do we, we invest our time? And our time is believing in something, you know? Mm. Yeah, we talked um, once about how everybody has some form of belief you know, there's a lot of things that you can't prove with 100% certainty in life, even just outside of the religious realm, that, you know, there are some health studies that aren't 100% conclusive. Every once in a while I see chocolate's good for you, chocolate's bad for you, wine is good for you, wine is bad for you, and you see it go back and forth. Mm -hmm. But you see people who 
choose something to believe in. Usually it's that chocolate is good for you and wine <laughs> is good for you. Those are the ones we want to believe. We don't worry as much about the uh, lettuce is good for you. <laughs> That's not as much fun to believe. But there's that belief and then there's that action that comes from it. And it's a belief because it's the proof is going back and forth and there's not that 100% certainty, but you act on it. If I truly believe that chocolate is good for me and I act on it, I'm going to be eating a lot of chocolate <laughs> and a happy little girl. <laughs> but if I truly believe it's good for me and I'm not doing it, how would you rate my belief? A uh, dead. I, I'd not say that I have a lot of dead belief because I thoroughly believe um, in most of the health methods, you know, in all of it, but um, I, I don't follow, I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm, my faith is completely dead on the subject of health. I don't do any sort of activity or eat in any sort of proper way. I eat what I want to eat when I want to eat it, which is like once a day, and I don't know. I, I, but I believe that it's right, but it's dead. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really care. Yeah, and I think a lot more people experience that than want to admit. I also believe that running is extremely good for you. How often I get out to run, that's a little different. Because when I try, I might walk a little and then try and run, and then I don't believe it that much, and then <laughs> back down to a walk. And there's a lot of that, uh, that we have dead faith. It doesn't mean that we don't believe it true or that it's real. It's just that we don't believe it enough to implement it. So it's not that it isn't faith, but like you said, it's, it's oh, a dead fruit. faith. Yeah. Right. So this is one of the many things that is, we're dealing with about this faith that works. But let's uh, flip real quick to James 2.14. It's another passage that deals with this faith and deeds. Um, and a lot of times we look at it and, and think that our deeds are what's going to get us there. That <laughs> that's what's going to make it. But let's look at James 2.14. And Milan, if you could read that for us. Of course. And it says, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? So we've already been kind of dealing with this about a faith that has no deeds and believing that running is good for you isn't going to get you past a marathon line. <laughs> it won't. But let's look at this, um, James 14, in the context of salvation by faith alone. What, how do we understand this if, if we're dealing with this context of salvation by faith alone? Uh, well, he keeps, he makes it pretty clear throughout the letter that he's talking about alive and dead, dead mm -hmm. faith. And so I think that's the point is that, and when you, well, I guess you could make the argument of Christ. No, okay, I'm gonna stick to what I'm saying here. <laughs> okay, um, when you think of something dead, like a dead doctor saving you, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like it would have to be, that's yeah. a really bad example. Right. But like, I'm just saying Morbid, like, but powerful, <laughs> yes. But I'm we just saying like, I think here. that's the point is, it has to be living in order to save, mm -hmm. in order to, to benefit. Um, otherwise, what is the point? What is the point of, of saying to someone, seeing someone that is naked or needs food and just being like, oh, well, you'll be all right. Um, 
Right. And I think a theme that's powerful in this verse and throughout James is that he says, you know, basically, if you say you're going to do something, if you say you're about this type of life, then act on it. Don't just, because right. it says if you say you have faith, but then you don't produce the results, then why say it? You know, if you're going to say it, then mean, like mean what you say and say what you mean kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's powerful. I think that uh, I, I like I like what Milan mentioned is, and these days we are we lack of commitment, yeah, and and that has to be has to be a, a lot with our faith, because it's like I don't know if you heard that expression when somebody's having a problem and we say, I will I will pray for you, but. I can go to your home and help to build what is broken, or I can go to visit your mother that is in the clinic, or I can do whatever other things, but I prefer to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And that's easy, and we like that easy. We, we, as you mentioned, uh, you are poor, or you are naked outside in the cold, and I will pray for the Lord to, to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with us now, that we like easy, I think, and we don't like to commit ourselves to other people. And I, I think that's the problem with the faith that works because we like the, as humans, I think that we like the easy path, the, the easy way, you know? And, and that's the problem and that's, that's, I think that James says to us, so if you want to live like that, you're already dead. Hmm. That's what I sense when he mentioned that. Hmm. And it's, I mean, maybe I'm just stuck on this poor dead doctor. Yeah, I keep thinking dead doctor. <laughs> dead doctor. Like, it's weird. Zombie doctor. You know, like there's all of that knowledge and all of that experience and all of that, but unless it's doing something. And I mean, maybe it would even be fair to say he, let's not have him dead, but just standing in a corner. Dying. And somebody, <laughs> I was thinking somebody else is on the floor. here. <laughs> Somebody else is having a heart attack and he's just standing there, Mm. you know, and we would look at that and say that's an obvious like that. It goes against everything that he's promised as a doctor to do. He's there to to save people. They've promised it. They have their whole what's Oh, read. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) That one. And. You know, we would say that's completely irresponsible for somebody to be standing there with all of these years of medical experience Mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. while somebody else has having a heart attack. And yet we look at somebody who's in trouble and we go, not me, not me. Right. Somebody better. Yeah. Somebody else will come along. Somebody better. Somebody that has more skills. Somebody that has more patience, that has more money, that has more time. Mm -hmm. There's always this imaginary somebody out there that we think is going to enter their life. And it's that same, see, you've just got me stuck with this doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, God gives us time and abilities and strength for this very purpose. Just like a doctor goes through training and time and money for the purpose of of impacting people. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, sticking with the doctor. <laughs> and, and that's, it's like, this is just going to be the study about doctors. I think that that's be- the, the idea is beautiful because everybody, of, every one of us is called to be helpful for someone. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone can be a, a doctor for somebody that needs our experience or needs our, uh, 
our experience through faith, our needs are knowledge, our needs are uh, our companion. And we are just believing, standing with all that knowledge, with all the things that God prepared us, but just being there instead of acting. Now, let's take this to another aspect of the practical, because that's what all of this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're dealing with true faith, and we often hear you say, well, I have faith that this will happen, or I have faith that God will take care of you. Now, not to go too much into what exactly is faith and, and those aspects, but let's look real quick at James 2.19. Um, it has just an interesting perspective and a very powerful thought. And if somebody could read James 2.19 real quick. I can do it. Sure. I will read like my, Milan taught me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you believe that there is one God, Ha! Good! <laughs> Even the demons believe that and shudder. It's just amazing how he mentioned, she mentioned that, how James is really into that. She's saying, oh, you're a believer. Nice to you. I think it's, it's nice that you do that. Even the demons like that. <laughs> that that's right. cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. Do you want a that's gold star for that? Yeah. So, okay, so James is, I wouldn't say patronizing, but it almost, <laughs> it almost gets to that point. Yeah. Why, why is this so laughable? Why is it so strange to just say, oh, you believe, good for you? <laughs> so what, you know, what is it about this? What does James 2.19, this specific verse, tell us about what true faith is? Well, we're kind of hitting on the same point over and over again because, well, James is, because immediately after 19, he says, but do you not know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? And so he, yeah. keeps, he keeps saying... <laughs> Just in case yeah, you didn't notice it the first time. Yeah, he keeps... <laughs> here it is. Death yeah. is the thing here. Dead faith. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's no good. It's not going to save you. Is there anything... Hmm, not going to say significant, but what do we read from the fact that he's comparing us with demons. (laughs) Does this, like, you could have picked anything. Why is he saying even demons believe? I don't know why I could pinpoint, like, what he was thinking, but I'm I'm thinking sometimes, you know, people in church, they say, oh, I have faith, and it kind of posture themselves, like, oh, I have faith, so I'm kind of, like, a level above maybe ahead, Mm -hmm. but he's saying, okay, yeah, you think you're up and high and mighty because you have faith, but even demons, you know, like here's the opposite. Like you think you are so ahead of this Christian game, I guess is a way to put it, Mm -hmm. because you think you have this one extra boost, but you know, even the demons think the same thing. So it's kind of, Hmm. I don't know. I think that that's a good point. Uh, Pride being so, proud of ourselves and our beliefs mm. actually take take us to a certain point where we are really lost because we believe in ourselves that we believe in God. I think that's a, like a tongue twister, but <laughs> uh, it's just pride that mm. I believe instead of who, I'm, who I, do I have my faith on. Right. So it's almost as if he's saying you have faith and that's lovely. <laughs> but what kind of faith? Mm-hmm. Because 
demons have faith. They know, mm -hmm. they believe he's there. But what kind of faith do they have? You know, they have dead faith. And James goes through and um, has another example of faith that is alive. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're already seeing the pattern here. Now in James 2.25, it speaks of Rahab's justification for her act in saving the spies in Jericho. How do you explain this? Um, well, I'm not really sure what the question means by explain, but um, I will say that it would be, she, she's, in the story, she's physically saved from death. Like she, all, right. a bunch of, the people of Jericho died. Yeah, the whole mm -hmm. town Everyone, falls down. All of, they they completely consecrate everything to God, right? right? And so she's literally saved. But and so when these spies come in and she's like, I've heard of I've heard of the things that or we've all heard of the stuff that this God has done from to the Egyptians. And um, I, I want to help you guys. If she was just like, yeah, I, I believe that. But yeah, sorry, I, I don't mm -hmm. have anything for you. Mm -hmm. She would have fell just like everyone else, mm -hmm. because practically they wouldn't have gone through the whole plan to, well, set this set the scarf outside the window or whatever it was. And so like. That's what I think this is getting to, is that she did something about the fact that she believed and that she mm -hmm. hid the spies. I don't think it's um, getting trying to be like, oh, but she lied, but she was okay with it. I don't think he, James is dealing with the lie. I think he's just mm -hmm. dealing with she acted on her faith. Right. Because, like you said, if she had believed mm -hmm. and then hadn't taken it anywhere else, just said, oh, you have a powerful God. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Hope you make it. Good luck with that. Right, but she yeah. saw something that that faith led her to. And it wasn't just, a lot of times we look and go, oh, but good deeds, you don't have to believe in order to do good deeds, which is true. Mm -hmm. You know, you see people of all faiths and, you know, non-believers who act, do good deeds, make a difference in the world but don't do it based on faith. But in this, we see that her actions, she just didn't, she didn't just do whatever she felt was gonna be helpful. And it wasn't, oh, there's these two guys. I don't really care what God you serve, but let me help you. She saw it because of her faith, she reached out, risked her life, mm -hmm. risked everything she had for two strangers. That's a, a hard leap to take if you're not doing it based on something, right? <laughs> based on this belief that some, someone, something is more powerful than you are. Is this, you know, she's a good one. And it's interesting that James brings her up because there's so many things. We see in Hebrews 11, all of these different mm -hmm. people that, you know, by faith, Abraham by faith and see so many examples of a living faith. Hmm. What's so interesting about her is that hers is just so unexpected. Hmm. You know, who would have thought that Rahab, the town, what would we call her? <laughs> like <laughs> I started that sentence. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, who would have thought that she would have been the one to save 
all of God's people in this specific instance. And for the future, because if you go back in the time, she is related even to mm -hmm. King David and all the things. And one thing I, I, I makes me wonder from here is how much time did she had for make that decision? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like we ex we have sometimes in our lives. Uh, I'm waiting for belief. I need true, sign. true signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mm -hmm. interesting for her. It's just, I think things happen quickly and she had to make the, the call for that. And so it wasn't something that she decided to believe in the moment either. It was something that she had already, that had already come to her. The information was already there. Perhaps the belief was already there. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I have a day to think this over and consider the facts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as we've been talking about faith and works, which is a very uh, well-discussed topic, I would say, in Christianity. You know, we often hear it said that faith and works should be kept in balance. In light of this lesson, how would you respond to that statement? Would you still agree with it? Would you disagree with it? I'm not sure that I've heard that. Um... What what is what do you mean in balance? Well, yeah, I haven't heard that oh, phrase either. <laughs> well, it's often said. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I've heard um, that. Well, you you know you can't have one without the other. Um, that they should be balanced. You can't have too. It isn't just faith, and it isn't just works. You need a little bit of both. You know, I've I've heard that concept before. Well, I think um, I think separating them. Um, into these two categories is a part of the problem because that's kind of it seems like that's what James is doing and he, he so when he brings up right before Rahab in chapter 2 verse 23 um, he says and the scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness and he called God and he was called the friend of God you see then that a man is justified by works not by faith only he didn't talk about works at all in this, like, in this statement. And he uses the same statement that Paul uses um, earlier to, make, to, to not mention works. And so here he's mentioning works without mentioning faith, and you have Paul mentioning faith without mentioning works. Hmm. So I think that's the point James is making, is that they're not disconnected. Right. Um, faith is the, or works is the natural, natural extension of faith. Mm -hmm. If faith is growing, it's going to lead to this thing. It's not like trying to do this and trying to like trying to plant seeds and trying to um, get fruit from over there. Mm -hmm. No, you're trying to grow the seed into a tree, which will then produce fruit. Mm -hmm. It's a mm -hmm. part of the process. Yeah, because even I mean I know we read it before, but you know faith without the good works or works is dead. So if you take out the works, you know they say keep it in balance, but you got it. There has to be. It's almost like a marriage, you know, in, in a sense. There has to be that partnership right. for it to work. And you can't necessarily say, I only by faith mm. right. or only by works, but it's that, that combination of the two, the relationship that they have with each other. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for all your wisdom and... <laughs> patience as we got through this lesson together. Thank you for being with us. Um, 
And if you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, .org. Remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation. It's for the head and for the heart. For Sabbath School U, I'm Angela Taipei.